Hey everyone, welcome to Real Talk. I am so excited to introduce you to the newest member of the Real Talk team. Newest member, Mikkel Whitehead. She has been a part of our Real Talk set for a while now, and now she's joining us on camera. You're our small group director. You are super smart and funny. You are ready to sit in this chair and hang out. What do you think about jumping in on Real Talk? Well, after that intro, it's a little intimidating. I feel like I have a lot to live up here, too. Nah, the bar's really low. We okay. won't talk about him, but, but you know, <laughs> we throw him under the bus. No, this is fun to be able to jump in. And you've been a part of Real Talk. People on camera wouldn't know this, but you've been a part of Real Talk, kind of behind the scenes, working with us. And we've been hoping to just have you jump in, because I think you have a lot to offer our church family and to our viewers. So. You've been sitting behind the camera, on the other side of the camera. Now you're in front of the camera for the first time. So tell our viewers from the other side of the camera, behind the scenes, like what's the weirdest, wackiest, real talk stuff you witness on a regular basis? I mean, on a regular basis, for sure, the prepping of eyebrows, I would definitely say. You have no idea the amount of time and effort they go into zhuzhing those things for <laughs> you weekly. So There's no makeup. Come on. It's not no, that kind of no. zhuzhing, Which is, is why the facial hair is key. Keeping facial hair? Yeah. That's intact, the weirdest intact. stuff? Yeah. And, and just overall the mess that you guys generally are just sitting here before the camera actually starts rolling and then somehow it just all comes together. <laughs> Did you call it the mess? Yes. <laughs> so it's a mess before the camera starts rolling. Yes, and then a it, funny mess, a good mess. And then it all comes together. It does. Well, that's good. So you're also a mom. So you're a small group director here at Faith Church. But you're a mom and a wife and we're going through a... <laughs> that word mm -hmm. pandemic mm -hmm. we're going through this COVID-19 thing for you like what's been the hardest part about going through this pandemic as a you know working mom and just a person of faith what's been hard yeah I I, I can't lie I love the bonus family time that we've had because mm -hmm. we typically are running in seven mm -hmm. different directions with a million different activities but I still think hands down everyone in my family would answer the same that loss of in-person friendship. Mm -hmm. We definitely have friends that feel more like family. So going two plus months, not having the normalcy of connecting with friends yeah. has been by far the hardest for each of us. I mean, are you doing like the whole homeschooling thing? You're like helping your guys learn yeah. and... Yeah. I mean, helping is probably a strong word. <laughs> Think The way they do things now is completely different from when we were students. So... That was a long time ago for you. It was. Yeah. <laughs> getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. So, okay, just being socially distant from people, that's just hard, right? I yeah, and technology is great, but it'll never be the same. Yeah, it's not the same as in, in person. How do you keep your kids from ki not killing each other? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't? Chocolate you is helpful. A little you bit bribe? of bribery goes a long way. Do you really? You go with bribery? <laughs> I mean, I think we're fortunate enough that this happened this time of year, that oh, at least yeah. they can be outside a lot. And yeah. I feel like when they are outside, that changes everything. Yeah. If this had happened in the winter and we were I all know. stuck together in our homes, I don't think they'd be doing as well as they are. They might not have made it through this. They might or not you have. May. Or we might not have. <laughs> For <laughs> <Be> sure. <parents. laughs> yeah. So anytime you go through something hard, I think courage, having courage to make it through difficulty. And I think with the pandemic... We need courage. So from your perspective, just sitting where you sit and watching and knowing who you are, like just all who you are, like how 
How would you define courage for someone? Yeah, I think of courage as almost synonymous with confidence, confidence in the unknown. Uh, you're like your willingness to step into a situation not knowing how it could end. So not necessarily without fear, but almost in spite of fear. Okay. So I think of the medical workers right now who are leaving the safety of their homes mm. to enter into this whole COVID mess every day. I think of first-time parents about to hatch that first baby and all the hatch? unknowns of parenthood. <laughs> Is that what you did? Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> unknowns, yeah. Yeah, I think of all those husbands out there who were peer pressured over the last month to cut their wife's hair. Like, there's a lot of unknown to that. Are you letting on to something? Did you? Yeah, my husband, I peer pressured him to cut a good eight or nine inches off. Oh, that's bold. That's courage. Like, he had yeah. to take... Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Courage. I was thinking about how courage has to be, you're sort of counting the cost of something mm. and doing it despite the cost. Like you, like you kind of made mentions to healthcare workers, like they kind of know the possibility of them getting COVID right. is real. And yet they still choose to move forward. Mm -hmm. It's not like, okay, I didn't know the cost. It's not without a sense of this is gonna cost like for your husband to cut your hair, and if he gets it wrong, there's probably a cost. Is that fair to say? That would be rather Do you fair. want to detail that <laughs> cost in front of everyone? No, we won't do that. So the Bible talks about courage, like famous passage in the book of Joshua, Old Testament. Joshua is this guy who's leading with Moses, right? And Moses is this, like this great leader in every category, spiritual leadership, just incredible leader. And Moses takes a dirt nap, like he dies, and Joshua is the one that's going to take over. And Joshua, if you guys haven't read the first chapter of Joshua or the whole book, it's, it's great. But Joshua is installed as the new leader, and twice in these handful of verses, God says, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit this land. He says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws my servant gave. It's like twice God's saying to Joshua in the face of this situation, be strong and courageous. Why would he say it twice? Yeah, I think we see Joshua stepping into this major leadership position. So that's going to be intimidating in and of itself. He's following in the footsteps of Moses, of all people. So how intimidating is that? Mm -hmm. So I think God recognizing already what's at play in Joshua's head and then knowing Joshua's about to face some of the biggest challenges, biggest yeah. trials of his life, I think God says it too. I think he even goes on and says it a third time, mm -hmm. just really emphasizing the importance of Joshua being mentally, spiritually prepared. Because that's the kind of strength he's talking about here, right, mm -hmm. is this mental, spiritual preparedness. What, I mean, you think of the cost that he had, like what, what were people thinking when they were like, okay, Joshua, you, you're the leader now. You take over for Moses, sort of the internal pressure and external right. pressure that he must have faced to do this job that God was giving him. And he had to be not just strong, but courageous. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you have to be strong and courageous? Are there examples where for you, you've had to be strong and courageous? I mean, sure, we, we can just take this current situation of, of walking through this COVID mess and then as a parent too, trying to walk our children mm -hmm. through that. And I think our natural instinct, especially as parents, is to try and be prepared for all mm -hmm. the what ifs. And I can play that what if game yeah. 
fabulously all day long. But at some point, I have to recognize that I'm not going to ever have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And I, and so to at that point, I have to ask myself, what, what do I do in that situation? What mm-hmm. do I really know? Mm-hmm. And so I have to go back to mm-hmm. what I do know, that God is sovereign, that God is going to provide, that he's going to be walking through this. And even when I start to doubt that, trust, mm-hmm. given in past experience, yeah. that he is walking me through this. So... Mm-hmm trying to spill that courage over into my own children. Yeah, for sure. You know, what about like a couple months ago when I come to you and say, hey, we don't want you just behind the scenes. We want to put you in the seat with us. Like you have something to offer our Real Talk audience. Like, do you think you needed to hear numerous times? Like you got to be strong and courageous, Mikkel, in order to do this. Like, what was it like to even hear, okay, I'm gonna start sitting in the seat and be on camera. Yeah, that was definitely intimidating. That mm-hmm. was definitely me gave me a ton of opportunity to be in my head about what that looks yeah. like and am I capable enough to do that and am I strong and then no accident that God would choose courage to be the topic today because yeah. I definitely see this as something that I needed to feel courageous about. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think with that too, it's like sometimes you have to not listen to the own voices in your head. When you're Mm -hmm. faced with a hard situation, Joshua could have replayed in his mind all his insecurities, all his fears, all the ways he was weak, all the ways he wouldn't measure up. And like if you listen to those voices when you're trying to be courageous, it's not gonna happen. But if you listen to the voice of God and people you trust, think great things can happen when you have to jump into something, you know, kind of above your head, like you jump into the deep end of the pool. So this is sort of the deep end of the pool for you? Very much so. (laughs) You don't like being on camera? Not my favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) But you're doing great. You're doing great. So last question, if we're talking to the viewers and we're trying to get through this pandemic, what's one piece of advice you'd give people and say, if you're gonna be courageous during this time, here's what I'd encourage you to do. Yeah, I think God, kind of even defines that for Joshua when you read that passage, that part you read about, he tells him to be obedient to his word, to meditate on his word. It sounds like the easy Mm -hmm. cure-all answer, the stereotypical answer, but there's definitely some value into that. Like that's where your strength should come from. And I see the courage spilling out of the strength. Like you have to build that muscle first. So if that's our go-to muscle reaction is to remember all those stories that we read in the Bible of God's sovereignty mm-hmm. and his provision. And then that starts to remind us of our own, yeah. the own examples of our own life of where yeah. we've seen that and where there have been times where we have slipped into this period of doubt and asking where God is, that God's going to flex that muscle memory of ours that we're going to oh, remember. No, no, great. no. Yeah, muscle remember memory. That? Yeah. But yeah, like remind us of those times five years ago where I doubted his presence and mm-hmm. then looking back months later, years later, seeing no, he was there. So I think that's what that that's what that's why that strength is so important mm-hmm. is that when we start to question, when we start to doubt again, that that muscle memory is yeah. there and God's going to yeah. bounce back those memories for us. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, because we're going to go through we still got some hard days ahead with this whole COVID thing. And it's like we got to remember Wow, when I first heard it was going to be a week long or two weeks long or three weeks long, now it's months. 
And it's like, God, you've been faithful and we're gonna keep leaning on your faithfulness and you're gonna give us courage to parent and to lead and to love and to serve in whatever way we can. And you know what, people? Mikkel's been here the whole time. You didn't even know. The awkward <laughs> picture of this young individual is over here. That's Mikkel and her sister. You wanna tell us anything about, look at you. I mean, I'm sure many thought this was young Pastor Brad and Pastor Joe here. Because it's not? the average person would not assume that this a bowl cut and a good the brown hair one is you permed mullet is what a mother would choose for her daughters. But yes, see you next time on Real Talk.